0: What's the point of your communications? What are you trying to say? What should people do or what should they know once they see your message? How can you How can you tell if your screens and what you're doing on there is successful. If first you don't define what is success. Uh, A message without something for the audience to do is it just can't really be measured or you really don't have an idea if it works or if it doesn't work. I mean, maybe they saw it, maybe they liked it, maybe not. So really every message needs some kind of a prompt uh, so you can have a tangible action that can be measured. ROI, return on investment, which is normally a financial term but can be applied to things like this as well. It's a long term continuous process and it allows you to tweak and fine tune what you're doing to get better and better results over time until you're really just you're going gangbusters. I'm here with Elise Kelly, client relationship manager for Physics. Hi, Elise. Hi, Derek. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, ROI in general and uh, and how it applies directly to digital signage. I'd like to thank Elise for joining me, and I'd like to thank all of you for listening. This is Digital Signage Done Right. Whether you're new to digital signage or a seasoned pro, this podcast gives you practical advice about systems, communications, and content to better engage your audience. I'm Derek DeWitt, communication specialist for physics. Welcome to Digital Signage Done Right. Okay, so I understand... In terms of, say, money investments, why ROI, return on investment, matters? Why, why, why does it matter in a non-financial context?
1: Well, so imagine if your CEO or, say, the president of your university comes up to you, you're the one responsible for the digital signage, mm. and says, um, so what is the ROI for this digital signage that I bought?
0: Right. What are you spending my money on?
1: Right. <laughs> and your answer is... Oh. That's a great question. Joe. Let me find out. It'd be great if you could immediately start rattling off some numbers mm-hmm. and and why it's doing such a great job for your organization or for your your campus.
0: You need to be able to show that it's worth all the time and the money that's being spent on it.
1: You do. So, there's a there's a few ways that you can measure, right? There's some main components of measurement. So, okay. one of those is a definable goal. Seems obvious, right? sure an accurate view of before
0: meaning before the measurement.
1: before the measurement right and an accurate view of after the measurement so if you have some data from some previous campaigns or processes that you can use as some sort of a benchmark you know to contrast your current measurements with but if you don't then you run a campaign you measure the results along the way and then you can get then you have a benchmark there's a huge advantage though in understanding your starting place so however you choose to measure the roi which we're going to talk about some of those ways you want to make it long term you want to make it a continuous process so that you can fine tune and believe me you will have to fine tune unless you're just like the greatest ROI campaign, you know, right. person on the planet, there's
0: a I, Born ROI there's
1: always room for improvement. So right. you, you are going to have to make some tweaks, but you'll become better at reaching people and getting the results that you want.
0: So you're talking about doing really, uh, really a continuous assessment system. So, uh, okay. What's, what do we do first? I mean, you said you got to have a, a goal. So what does that we mean? Do.
1: So we care about what we measure. So we got to figure out what we want to know before we decide on our, our measurement methodology. So we've got some categories of goals. We're going to go over those real quick. To compel, so charity drives, student organizations, activities, benefits, enrollment. So
0: you're trying to get people to participate in something.
1: Yes, we're trying, yep. And then to inform new policies, classes, and training dates, maybe wayfinding, weather, news.
0: Uh huh. So this is stuff people might want yes. to know. Mm-hmm. Hey, here it is, it's right here. Yes. You don't have to take your phone out. No. Okay.
1: No, we got it right here for you. One of my favorites. To motivate employee spotlights, stock prices, profit sharing schemes, internal contest.
0: Gamification. 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 Right. We've talked about that before. Right. So you right? get you get people kinda kind of excited. Okay.
1: To include. So welcome messages, new hire, birthdays, community, social activities.
0: Uh-huh. So you're creating helping really create a sense of us.
1: To recognize, another one of my favorites. So, group and individual achievements, safety benchmarks, sports team stats.
0: Right. So, if you're like a university or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Again, a gamification idea is also in there, right? Absolutely. Okay.
1: And then another another one of my favorites, I've just got to say it, to warn. So, severe weather. (laughs) I love warning people. Well, I'm telling (laughs) you. I mean, we've got a lot of of folks that live in parts of the country that, you know.
0: Tornadoes tornadoes, and so on. You've got
1: floods. You've Mm -hmm. got, you know, blizzards. So severe weather, fire, even hazmat emergencies, so hopefully we don't have any of those, security threats. Okay. We just live in a crazy world. Alert this is alert system. This is alert notification, but it's it's something that you just have to you have to think about and include.
0: Choose one of these. I mean, is it is it is it always direct, are there indirect ways? How do you
1: So yeah, so there's plenty of direct and indirect ways that you can measure how effective a certain type of message is. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So some examples would be if you've got uh, the goal of the message, let's say, is to simply inform. Then you might want to get an idea of how successful it was by listening to break room or water cooler chatter. So even using some sort of casual break room poll or survey.
0: So, like, we put this information out there.
1: Right.
0: Who saw it? Who remembers it? Exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And that's, interesting, that's an interesting idea just... Kind of loiter around and just hear what people are talking about. That's Sometimes interesting. Kind
1: like you know when you've got digital on your screen and you might have it in a really interesting place or you've got a video wall. If you want to watch people, I mean we encourage people to do this. Like go watch, go see what those watch what are people doing. are doing. See yeah. what they're doing in the atrium. You've got uh-huh. interactive wayfinding. Are they touching it? Yeah. Or are they afraid?
0: Are they frowning at the giant video wall, or are they
1: right. astonished? Are they totally ignoring it? I mean, or are they ignoring these are it? so same type thing. Let's mm. watch. Let's see what we get.
0: All right. So even something that informal can be a measurement.
1: Very informal, but it's still a measurement. You sure. just got to take some notes. Um, if you want to increase event attendance, a okay. lot of folks that have done this and do this on a regular basis, you can look at numbers for the most recent meeting or training sessions. You can compare those with the previous. Before the messages, numbers, right? Okay. So before you started promoting, then you can see how many. The monthly
0: optional meeting, you know, normally we Mm had 30% uh, enrollment or participation, and then we started a campaign to try and get people on the digital signs, Mm -hmm. and hey, it went up to 45%.
1: A long, long time ago, Derek, I had a customer that had a homecoming event. And this was forever ago. It's probably been 13 years. Had a homecoming event and put up a message on the digital signs that said, "Hey, come get your homecoming T-shirt at this tent on this date and say you saw it on the digital signage." The numbers for homecoming were off the charts. The numbers for the T-shirts, they were they sold out. They had to order more. I mean, Hmm. it was it was one of the earliest ones that I can remember while being here at simply
0: because they stuck it up on those screens. Simply because
1: I went up and it was just a very simple message, but it was they were able to measure.
0: And it's repeated throughout the day. It's repeated Mm -hmm. on multiple days. So, of course, the messaging, I mean, it's way more effective than, like, sending out an email, especially to college-level students who don't like email. They don't read it. I mean, it's even more effective than sticking it on a a social media feed because social media posts get buried. They get buried. Uh Oh, there's
1: so many by the time you might look that it might be long gone. Okay. So, that was a very effective campaign, and that was 13 years ago. If you want to motivate, you can look at productivity, absenteeism, turnover numbers, Again, how many how many folks are staying, not leaving? Right. This is a good thing how to... How many people
0: are suddenly sick when suddenly the weather turns Ill. nice?
1: Yes. Oh, right. well. Yeah. It's yeah. a tough one.
0: Right? Uh, actually, here's a very interesting statistic. Do you know a, a company that has an astonishingly low absenteeism rate is uh, Disney. Theme parks, especially. Theme parks, the employees like working there so much that they come in no matter what because they just like it. That's how I feel about physics. Right. That's lovely. Oh, that's
1: true. Alright, so if the goal is to include hmm. then see more and you want to see if more people are participating in programs or see how morale is doing.
0: That's like, what like surveys or something.
1: Surveys. If for alert notifications like test runs, mm. um, see if people are following the procedures. See if they're following the policies that you've set out.
0: See if the procedures are clear.
1: See if they're clear. Right. See if they're.
0: Gosh, we keep saying meet in parking lot B, and they are all over the place. Why right. is that? Uh uh-huh. They're not even in the parking lot. All right, so I understand. So really, have have a goal that makes some kind of sense. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, so talk about now. Uh, how are we doing it for digital signage?
1: So for retail digital signage, it's pretty, or retail digital signs, it's pretty much all about numbers of plays, impressions, and sales. Right. So there's a lot of formulas that you can use to tally up, you know, how well an ad did by looking at the numbers. But for organizational digital signage, it's a different different animal, right? Yeah. So it's used to entertain and inform people so they can engage with the organization, understand its values, and stay up to date. And very important, motivated, mm-hmm. right? So there's some measurable costs to digital signage, right? Technology. Right, it's
0: not all, not all abstract. It's
1: not all. No, right. it's technology, infrastructure. You've got training, services, subscriptions. Right, maybe you're
0: doing some infotainment or something. Yeah. Yes,
1: um, plus, there's paying staff, right, to create and schedule content, other costs to maintain the whole system.
0: Right. So there is there is cash outlay there for is. a digital signage system. Sure. It's not just an initial purchase. It, it even costs money to maintain it.
1: But there's many benefits of digital signage that are intangible. And so what is the profit from brand loyalty or good guest experience or increased morale?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's kind of an apples and oranges. Put a price on that. Right. Right. So. Well, I think a lot of people in business would like to put a price on it <laughs> yes. so this is this is kind of what I think you're trying to get at is this is yes. this is how you can do that
1: yes so uh-huh. let's focus on specific goals for individual messages or campaigns so several messages linked over time right and that's a
0: campaign yeah. it is uh-huh. yes
1: you're gonna look at quali- qualitative feedback changes in behavior and or business outcomes rather than return on investment this is one of my Favorite things to say, uh, let's think of it as a return on involvement.
0: Right, because because the benefits are intangibles. They are. Okay.
1: So you need data, though, that tells you if people are quote-unquote engaged, if they're having a good experience, if they're informed or entertained, and if they'll continue to use the digital signage system because they feel that it's valuable
0: right it has value for me i look at it every right. day it's just a habit at this point just like i i always look at my home page for right. my web browser that i chose that web right. page because that's the information i want
1: but instead of walking down the hall with your phone in your hand and walking into people yeah. are you perhaps- smack Yes. <laughs> yeah, so you're perhaps looking at the displays that are mounted at various points, hopefully saturated across your corporate or higher ed campus or mm. whatever facility. I mean, that would
0: be the ultimate, right? Is that, you know, people on their phones, and then the moment they get into your facility, they put their phones away because everything they could possibly want is right there.
1: How great would that be?
0: Yeah. I know you said, sort of in that list of things, you mm-hmm. said a call to action. A call to action. Is, I know this is harped on a lot in uh, physics because you kind of. If you don't have a call to action, you don't have everything to measure.
1: You don't, and you know what's great about a call to action, it basically gives you immediate results. You know, everybody wants everything immediately, right? So let's let's get this. So if people take the action uh, that a message prompts them to, so then you, you're gonna be able to measure that pretty quickly. And you also- If would, they do
0: it, you were successful. You
1: were successful, Yeah, exactly. The number of people who take the action gives you a data set that you can work with. There's okay. seven methods for measurable call to action seven that we're going to talk about that i with, like with
0: current technology yes
1: with current technology right. right so one qr codes
0: which are finally taking off in the u.s yes okay
1: got a lot of customers using those i've noticed recently whereas a few years ago not so much
0: I think partly because they're small, mm-hmm. so they they don't take up a lot of real estate on the screen. Mm-hmm. They aren't obtrusive because it's not a bunch of words, right. and uh, and a lot of people now have QR readers uh, apps uh, already pre-installed on their tablets or, or yes. phones.
1: Yes, they come, I think they come standard now. I believe yeah. you. You even told me that. Yeah, just right. great. Uh, SMS response. Another Text. way we can do that. Text. Yep. Yeah. Here's one of my favorites. Smartphone snaps. So I've got a message that's playing. Take a picture of this.
0: Oh, of the message or part of, of it. Of the message,
1: uh-huh. and that is a great yeah, way yeah, to yeah. measure results. That can play into a number of things: surveys and polls, um, social media, certain hashtags that you can incorporate.
0: Right, are people using them? Mm-hmm. And that, uh, that's yeah. those are
1: great for campaigns. How many views you,
0: you get and how many exactly. likes you get? Them? Yeah.
1: Yep. Also, another thing: coupons or codes. Okay, and then designated URLs.
0: So like vanity URLs or landing yeah. pages or something? Yes. Okay.
1: It just depends on what you're trying to get across and what who your audience is.
0: Well, what are your favorite ones?
1: Okay. Well, so I love the smartphone snaps. Okay. The surveys and the polls and social media to me are some of the best ways that you can measure whether or not your audience is engaged. Right. So I won't say who it is, but we have a customer mm-hmm. that uh, incorporated all of the ones I just mentioned into a multi-phase campaign okay. uh, for an event that was happening, and they wanted to increase the number of social media followers that they had, and they wanted to get more people to this event. Sort okay. of, we'll call it like a State of the Union, even though it was not. Right. So. They were able to measure, and they had prizes, and they had prizes at different levels, and they had all of the design elements were incorporated that, that we want everybody to do, where they're you know changing up their... So they were doing out. it
0: right. They were best practices they across best the board. They were best practices
1: all yeah. the way. And by the end of it, they were able to measure effectively uh, and have results for the, the person that wanted to do it, right? mm-hmm. who is basically over this entire group. They said, hey, we've got hard results for you. They mm. had an increased number of Twitter followers, an increased number of Instagram or, or Facebook. I can't remember which one it was now off the right. top of my head. But they had hard numbers to show. Because if you're an
0: admin on those, you can yeah. see immediately from this immediately, day to this day you had this jump. They
1: had special hashtags that they were using mm-hmm. for the event itself. That's just a great use, and again, immediate results. So as these ads are coming out on their digital signage in these mm-hmm. phases, they are immediately seeing which ones had more impact, and which ones were, were really. And there there were in those phases that they that they had the the campaign, there were definitely higher you know spikes in numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, where in some phases there were a little bit lower.
0: Yeah, and then you say, "Wow, okay, mm-hmm. let's duplicate." The good ones, and let's not waste anybody's Mm -hmm. time with the ones that didn't do so well. I I suppose when you have that kind of, especially something like that, where you say, ooh, these ones performed well, these ones didn't, I mean, this is A-B testing, really, right? Check it out, see how it's Mm -hmm. doing, try it again, and this is a scientific method. Don't just Mm -hmm. say, hey, it worked once. Is it replicable? We do it again. Yep, it looks like we got a similar result. okay. Then you try and figure out what elements made that successful, and you try and duplicate those, and you just keep feeding. It's a constant feedback. It's I mean, constant feedback. Going, 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 going.
1: It never ends, really.
0: And um, surveys and polls, you said, is is another way you like to do this. Yeah.
1: So oh. surveys and polls can be kind of fun, especially uh, if you have an interactive screen, right? You can immediately get get some feedback there. But also, even after the call to action, you can do surveys and polls to figure out who saw what and how many people were interested and do they remember, you know, did I see it here or did, you know, do I remember seeing this on social media or do I remember seeing this on the digital Right. Not
0: only do they have the information in their head after after the communication Mm -hmm. push, but do they remember where they saw it?
1: But if you, you know, and call to actions too, certainly encouraging them with maybe a little reward. So you should be assessing uh, your overall system once or twice a year, doing a walkthrough audit and watching how people react to your digital signs I, I mentioned yeah, this earlier. Earlier, yeah. Yep. So it's that you've got to do that. I mean, I know it takes time, but it doesn't take that, doesn't take that long. It's ten, really ten interesting. Ten minutes a day. It really does. I mean, yeah. it's interesting to see, though, what people are interacting with and what they're not. Okay. And that allows you to tweak your content. Take your notes. wayfinding, whatever it is, to get people more engaged. Right.
0: So that's yep. that's a pretty informal way.
1: It is. It's informal. Uh, what if it's I attractive. wanted to do
0: something a bit more formal just for whatever reason because my boss requires it or because we need to enter this stuff into a spreadsheet? Or... And
1: it's not bad to do both. So that's a great point that you raised. So survey your audience. Promote the survey on the digital signs themselves. Give a short URL or QR code. We just talked about those. That takes them to an online survey. Uh-huh, like right? SurveyMonkey or something. Yep. Sur- yes, something super quick and easy. Right. Or you can do this too, and I've had many, many customers do this. You can have tables with physical surveys that are right there by the signs. Right by the signs. Just let them fill something out. Just drop it in a little box and you're good.
0: And I guess you should probably have pens or pencils or something as well. Well, that's key. And yeah, are people, are some people going to take your pencils? Yes, they are. They are. And what is the cost? I mean, come on.
1: Not much. And okay. if you've got, the, of course, the interaction. If your organization displays, is,
0: you wanna, is that close yeah. to the bone, then you have other problems yep. besides your digital signage. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> that's true.
1: So a few things you want to keep in mind when you're crafting a formal survey. Mm-hmm. You want to keep it short and sweet, right? People are usually very happy to spend five minutes, maybe a minute, maybe two minutes. So not a lot. Let's just I say, say five less, max. Five is max, right? Um, so that their time filling out the questions, they'll take the time, but of course they don't want to make it, you don't want to make right. it a chore, right? I mean, really
0: like, like five questions would be ultimate. I and mean,
1: if you can do five questions, that would be yeah. awesome. I'd say definitely boom, less boom. than 10.
0: Better, wouldn't it be better, I should think it would be better to do shorter, but more mm-hmm. frequent surveys than less yes. frequent, longer surveys. Yes,
1: absolutely. Like
0: every third week of the month, yes. uh, we had to do a survey. And it's five questions, and then next month we ask another five questions, or if we didn't get the data we want for one, right. we re-ask another question.
1: So also you want to focus on one topic, so let the questions flow intuitively around the subject matter. So if a survey is scattered or confusing, I mean, pretty much just said this, you're going to get fewer results and less participation.
0: Well, no, it's true. Yeah, if the survey is kind of bouncing all over the place, you're like, right. what are they trying to measure?
1: Exactly. Um, mm. consider demographics you have to make sure that you ask questions that segment your audience so people in different locations positions um, people that have different exposure to technologies and different communication needs and expectations so that yeah that and make sure your
0: questions make sense for that audience
1: yes you want right. um, also you want to leave a little little wiggle room right. so you always want to include you know comment boxes so your audience can give free form feedback not just on the survey topic as a whole but allow them to, Kind of, you know, enter their own individual.
0: Give a couple of sentences or
1: uh, yeah, just a say. Is there points. anything further you would like to add? Sure. Yes. Those are the really open. Um, also, put it online. So if you use an online survey, you mentioned this earlier, Derek. Uh, SurveyMonkey.com. Mm. That makes the whole process easier. Everybody's done a SurveyMonkey.
0: And your before. data collection's half done for you. Yes. I mean, is, already. Yes. Most just, of these are already. that It's very easy for these these uh, websites to just grab the information and go. Boom. Here it is. Yes on yes. a plate.
1: And then repeat. And so repeat again, repeat, repeat, repeat. This is an ongoing. This is an ongoing thing, right? Right.
0: You need to establish a baseline yes. and then you do a thing that's a comparison. Yep. The most recent thing becomes the new baseline. Mm-hmm. It does. And then and, and the thing is it, it, it allows you to see uh, trends over time, it allows you to see how things yeah. shift this and this because And you're, they will shift. Yeah. The goal is to have the perfect right. digital signage deployment. It is an unachievable goal. Right. But you can get closer and closer and closer and closer and closer, and closer all the time. Yeah. Even though the technology right. may change, right. this is this, this, this is the basics of, of how to get any kind of decent feedback.
1: Completely agree.
0: Well, thank okay. you very much, Elise Kelly, for talking to us about how to turn the financial concept of ROI into something that we can actually measure and show our bosses that we're not just wasting their money and time.
1: That's right. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> Always a pleasure.
0: Thank you very much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Hey, want more free stuff? Then head to the resources section of physics.com for free masterclass guides, blogs, videos, and more to help you with your digital signs. Please share, subscribe, and leave a review of this episode and connect with us on social media.